This is fucking awesome. On Talking Stupid. Because Mishmash sounds negative. <laughs> on, the, on stage. I mean, they're classic. I remember, I was playing uh, the, the podcast of things here on Talking Stupid. Uh, speaking of movies, though, well, you know what I uh, you know what I watched this weekend was Now You See Me? Thinking about the, the podcast you and I did the last time. Wait, I, what was that about? Now You See Me is with like Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing all the magic and stuff. Fucking <laughs> I just it reminded me of magicians. No one was in a box for stuff. two weeks. Nobody was in a box for two weeks, but they did some really cool shit. And it makes me wonder wonder uh, why can't modern magicians do these cool things? I just uh, I don't know. Makes me sad. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know what? I got to realize. I don't know if I locked my car or not. I'll be right back. Go for it. What you may not know is Jeremy is now going to lock his car. So please sit back, relax, enjoy. While you hear the soothing sounds of my voice. Yes, this is the new episode of Talking Stupid, brought to you by... Oh, you're back. I might just keep all that. That was kind of... What? I might just keep all that while you were gone. Okay. I was bantering. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Talking Stupid. I'm William. I'm Jeremy. Uh, first of all, thank you for listening. If the, you are a repeat subscriber, do give us five stars on iTunes. Also, we really appreciate... A that repeat offender. A repeat <laughs> offender, yeah. If you came back for more punishment a second time, thank you, and do give us five stars on iTunes... Uh, you know, subscribe, uh, sh- share it with your friends, do all that stuff. And if you are a first-time listener, like I said, subscribe and give us five stars. Sh- share it with your friends, all that fun stuff. Uh, if you want to hear more of these podcasts, all of our podcasts are available at www.stupid-flanders.com slash podcasts, uh, as well as we are available on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, MySpace, YouTube. You have, an ins- you have a Twitter account, right? Or do you have an Instagram account? I- Barely ever fucking use it. What's your Instagram account? Shit, I don't even know. Okay. Well, I just know that it pops up on my phone, and I was like, eh, I guess I'll use it. <laughs> if you want to follow me, I'm under <laughs> at Bill underscore Laserman on Twitter, so check that out. You can follow me on Instagram, though. I know that one. What's on Instagram? Switchblade underscore Brigade. Oh, that's right. We talked about that a couple podcasts ago. Yeah. It's got a sweet rhyme to it. I know, right? <laughs> so, some exciting news from the Walking Dead universe. Oh, they're, I think it's finally starting to get good again. You know, I feel like first half of seasons are always a little slow. Well, yeah. It takes a little, all that, a little bit of a build. All that lousy story building. Yeah, and you got you to gotta give character development. You got to explain things out and yeah. you know, show but, whoever I mean, he I, is. I honestly feel like there's a way to fucking you know, develop characters without being so boring. <laughs> yeah, that's what lost me. That's what lost me with like the fourth season with the governor. That first half of the season just bored bored me to tears, and I was like, well, yeah. I have no interest in keep coming back to this show. Yeah. So. Is it, it's just like fucking, what was it, season two when they were looking for Sophie the entire fucking season? You know, I liked, I thought season one was really slow, but I liked season two. You did? I thought season two had a little more hype to it. Like, nah. things were going on. There was a little, like, you know. That's the wrong answer, sir. Oh, is that the wrong? Okay. I know these are just opinions, but that's the wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, with Walking Dead being back, our unofficial, official, uh, what would you call yourself? Aficionado of, of all things zombie? Yeah, I guess. The zombie aficionado. I wouldn't die the first day if that's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, no. You would survive probably longer than I would. I would say that. <laughs> Uh, uh, our sheer firepower. <laughs> yeah, you do have a lot of guns, from what I could tell on Facebook. No, I only have the one. I just keep adding shit to it. Got it. So you keep. Oh adding- no! I, all right, I take it back. I do have several, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't have like a shit ton. <laughs> 
You're stocking up. You're preparing, I think. I feel like you're... I'm you're, just preparing for general chaos. How about that? Got it. Not necessarily <laughs> zombies, just anything in yeah. general. Okay. All right. Well, like I said, our, our aficionado on zombies this week has come to uh, bring us up to date on Walking Dead and let, show us what happened on the last podcast, uh, the last episode of The Walking Dead, uh, the, the post-mid-season. Uh, the mid-season ep- finale. The mid-season finale, and then the, the new episode, which is premiere. mid-season premiere, yes. Okay. So, um, in the uh, mid-season finale, to be honest, I forgot how the, how it starts, but um, basically... Oh, no. I think I kind of got it. So, um, Carl. Coral. Coral. <laughs> Coral. Coral. My name's Coral Grimes. <laughs> What is he selling? He really is turning into his dad, isn't he? Oh, Coral. Coral. My name's Coral. Coral, get over here. I'm coming, Dad. <laughs> no, the back and forth okay. between them is great. Yeah. So um, he's walking around uh, Alexandria and stuff, and then he notices uh, So Enid. hold on. Wait, back me up, because I've only seen the new episode. I haven't seen anything up to that point. So what is that? where is Alexandria? What is it? Okay, so Alexandria, that is... Um, the their walled community that they that um Rick and his people have. Oh, okay. So did they? So uh, so so here. Wait. I'll, when? How far back? So I saw the first this? episode. I saw the first episode of the new season, which was Glenn dying and Abraham getting the face beat in. Okay, then yeah, you should know where Alexandria is. Okay. Well, it's I, the, you know the, those nice houses, and then they had like a like a. Like a senator or something, like a former senator, and she was the leader of their. Oh, okay, yes, yeah. I remember now. Yes, okay, Move, there you continue. go. <laughs> yeah, it took me a second. Okay, so you know, as you can tell, I really pay attention to the show. <laughs> so he's walking around Alexandria, and then uh, he notices uh, Enid sneaking out, which isn't new. Like he's seen her sneak out of the uh, out of like over the wall before, but you know. The last time he followed her, she basically got mad at him and was like, oh, I'm just looking for like some alone time. Stay away from me or whatever. Women. <laughs> so this time he sees her going over the wall and he's like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to follow this chick. So he goes, follows her and then catches up with her. And then like they have this moment of like, you know, what? Like, why are you like wandering off or whatever? And. He he's just trying to be her friend or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, probably more than that. You yeah, know? of course. It, it's it's not kind of a yeah, will they won't they kind of a moment. It's yeah, more, it's like when will they? <laughs> when will they? Okay, so there isn't a whole ton of fucking teenagers wandering around in this. Oh, world. that's right, because Beth died, and I know that was two seasons ago, but I I just yeah. learned that recently because <laughs> there was a love interest between him and Beth for quite some time. Like they were trying. Was to be there? Like, yeah, there was some. I, I felt like there they was were, some connection. I thought they were kind of moving towards Daryl and like weirdly getting with Beth. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, but I that mean, would like, really they were weird. never they were never really specific about how old she was. Although she was like a teenager, she's so. younger than Maggie, and Maggie wasn't very old to begin with. Yeah, but then again, in the TV show, I don't think Daryl's crazy old. Like, I think he's in his mid twenties. But Norman Reedus just looks like an old man. Well, though. yeah, he's all fucking haggard and he's grizzled all, up and ugh. shit. <laughs> I'm eating squirrels. It's that squirrel diet. He's <laughs> no, 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 I don't. I don't mind having hair in my eyes. 
Uh, and okay. looking like I'm sweating every time. So speaking of Norman Reedus, you know what really makes me super sad? What? Is they were going to do the new Re- uh, Silent Hill game with him in it as the main character, and then they scrapped the whole game. Oh, then, what? Yeah. There was a playable trailer yeah. that came out for the PlayStation 4 like two years ago. Uh-huh. Creepiest fucking thing I've ever seen. Oh, super scary. Just as a trailer, and it made everybody really excited for the game. Yeah. And then, and then they did, they're like, no, we're going to scrap this, and in fact, we're going to fire the guy who created the Silent Hill series. Goodbye. He like he like left. Really? Yeah, he left. Konami. The guy who created yeah. fucking Silent Hill. They said no. We're firing you. Yeah, we're like they're like we're done. We're gonna take it a different direction. He'd also worked on Metal, uh, the Metal Gear Solid series. And wait, so they're lo- so they're not gonna do any more Silent Hill games? They're not gonna do any more Silent Hill games under him. They haven't talked about a new Silent Hill game as of as of late. I haven't heard anything oh. new. So I mean, maybe- personally, I I always liked Silent Hill better than Resident Evil. Oh, did you? Yeah. Have you seen? They they just have that creepier quality to it. Yeah. You know? Well, that's what they did with Resident Evil Seven. Have you seen? Yeah, because like I was super ta- creepy. Yeah, I was talking to a, a a friend about it recently. Like, I was asking if he played Resident Evil Seven. He was like, No, not yet, but I want to. I'm like, Yeah, me too. Like, they, it actually looks like it's going back to its like creepy like horror. Yeah, where things rather are than out at you. yeah, rather than like the zombie action game that they, that it was in Resident Evil Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're kind of taking it back to its roots, and I think they're from what I've seen, it looks amazing, and yeah. the graphics are fantastic, and you can it's VR adaptable. Really, so if you have the PlayStation VR, yeah. you can play it with the VR headset, and that sounds terrifying. That does. Like it's one thing to watch people i've jumped watching people play the game yeah. i've jumped playing the trail the demo and i'm sure i would be jumping out of my skin with that <laughs> it would just be terrifying I woke up in the morning looked in the mirror and i jumped <laughs> <laughs> for a whole different reason all right so back to Norma's Reed- norman reed is eating squirrels oh. he's a squirrel man well is that where we're yeah we were, just, I, we were talking about oh, Beth. okay and, yeah. yeah well Whatever, like you know, creepy, creepy relationship with Daryl and Beth. Yeah. It's fine. She's dead I now, mean, so we don't have to worry yeah, about so it. Yeah, we don't have to worry about that creepiness. <laughs> but I mean, okay, let's just postulate on how old we think these two people were at the time. So, so at best, Beth was sixteen. Really? Yes. I thought she would have been like seventeen, eighteen. I feel like that's really or like seventeen it. going on to eighteen. Maybe, maybe. I felt she was close to Coral's age. Really? Yeah. I I felt like she was like several years older. It probably says in the comics. I just never probably read them, I, I've never read the comics. Um, but Daryl's got to be like late twenties, almost early thirties. I don't know. Are you going like? Because I I have a feeling like your your guess is going by actual time in real life as well. Like it's getting mixed in with that a little bit. Well. I'm going by just sheer looks. Daryl looks older than, much older than she does. Well, and so it, did so did Luke Perry, and he was able to play an 18 year old in 90210. <laughs> that guy looked like a 50 year old, and he was like, "Oh, hey, yeah. I'm 18." I can't win with your <laughs> see. Yeah. Sure, Alex agrees. <laughs> Dude was old as fuck, and he was playing an 18 year old. Well, hey, <laughs> and I, plus I, the I zombie zombie. Apocalypse is a hard life. It ages you more, I guess. Uh, okay. All right. All right. I'll give you that. So, right? All right. So let's say best case scenario, he's 24. Yeah. Um, I want to go back to the 90210 thing for just a second. That definitely shows the age difference between you and I because I never Because I said that. Luke Perry and you're like, 
Who? Who the fuck is that? Is he the guy from uh, One Tree Hill? Is that? I don't know. No, that's... Um, <laughs> I have no clue. Who's the guy from One Tree Hill, Alex? Uh, <laughs> There's oh, a lot shit. of guys in One Tree Hill. We do this every podcast where I'm like, oh, it's the guy. He was in Chad Michael Murray. Yeah, that's the guy. Chad Michael Michaels. So he got married? <laughs> No, That's right. Know. He'd take her name. He's a gentleman like that. It's the 21st <laughs> century. Yeah, but I mean, okay, so, yeah. So, let's say 17 going on to 18 for Beth, and then 24 for Daryl. I get, okay, so I will suspend reality for a second and be like, it's a zombie apocalypse. They're not worried about social norms at that point, and they're just yeah, see, like, there's also that. But even then, that... Maybe it's maybe it's just me. I I just feel like there's a big I mean, difference. I mean, I'm by it. no means advocating that he should have done it. I'm just saying, kids like, we're not advocating be- 24 year olds <laughs> to date 18 year olds. It's weird, and you know it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like in those like extreme circumstances, people might tend to be like, well, we do kind of need to repopulate, and shit. By medieval standards, she's ancient, <laughs> but. I don't know. We're fucking getting off track yeah. here. <laughs> All right. So back back to Coral and Erie. Back to Coral and Eden. 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 Idiot. Uh, What's her name? Enid. Enid. <laughs> Fuck, man. All right. So, you know, they basically go off wandering around, like, outside of the walls together. And then, you know, they start having, like, a decent time together, like, actually having some fun, like, as as teenagers would. Like, Please tell me there's a montage. Kind of. Yeah. I, I can barely like remember. like, skipping through the forest. Then, like, the next scene, they're stabbing zombies. Sort of. And- there was a part where uh, um, they're walking down the road, and they come across, uh, like, you know, like a, like a car accident or something where the people are, like, long dead or gone or whatever. And then uh, there was a dead body with a backpack on it. So Enid bends down, takes a look in the backpack for supplies, and then, you know, she smiles, and she pulls out two sets of fucking roller skates. (laughs) So what do you do in the zombie apocalypse? Cut to? Cut to roller skating down the road with your best gal. (laughs) Oh, geez, Edie. It's so great to be out here with you tonight. Oh, With minimal zombies. (laughs) You want to be my best gal? I know. I mean, you know. It's fucking cheesy as fuck, oh, but it's great. You know, the skating down the street. Yeah. Zombies are chasing them. Oh, and then, that's amazing. Oh, I forgot to tell you how uh, how uh, uh, Coral actually fucking caught up with uh, Enid. So Enid's walking around. She comes up to like a gas station or something, and then like she's wandering around and just looking around and stuff. And then like out of nowhere, somehow. <laughs> There's a small group of fucking uh, walkers that start coming towards her, and she was a, she's like, oh, shit, what do I do? It's not like she was in any super critical danger, but she was in danger. Okay. And then, you know, they're getting closer, and she's, like, getting ready to start fighting them. And then out of nowhere, here comes a car, boom, and knocks out, like, all of them, runs them over. And, of course, it's Coral. Yeah. Coral, Coral. drive in the car, and, mind you, Carl Lee's never been old enough to drive a vehicle in the normal world. So this is basically his first time driving a car. I, I don't think... Did fucking Rick ever show him how to drive or let him take so. the wheel of a vehicle? 
I can't not, remember any. Not from what I remember, but yeah. who knows? Maybe maybe they had some father-some bonding time that we didn't see off screen. Maybe. I know in Fear the, uh, Fear the Walking Dead they had a moment like that with... Uh, fuck, I don't even know their names anymore. Nobody watched the show, so it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I just watch it to fill in for <laughs> Walking Dead until they come back. But, um, yeah, so let's just fast forward, you know. They're out there enjoying their time together. And then um, I think um, they also need to start looking for supplies for uh, for Negan. And I think part of their plan was to, to, you know, scout out some spots and look for supplies maybe. Okay. But what it boils down to is Negan and his crew show up at Alexandria to collect. And then I don't think they have much for them. And then they tell him, like, oh, you know, we didn't, we'll... You'll, you guys need to do better or whatever. And then as they're leaving to go back, I think Carl decides, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. So his plan is to sneak into the uh, um, the supply van amongst the various supplies in there. He sneaks in to hitch a ride back to uh, the Savior's uh, uh, base. Wow. That's yeah. ballsy. Yeah, it is. What he doesn't know... Actually, what both of these people don't know is that they don't know that they're on the same vehicle. Jesus has the same idea of, well, he doesn't want to kill Negan, I don't think. I think he was just wanting to find out where the Savior's uh, base is. Okay. He, you know how sneaky he is. He jumps on top of the fucking the supply van mm-hmm. as they're taking off. And then, you know, he hops into the the uh, um, the cargo area. And, you know, he starts fucking with their supplies and shit, like breaking stuff and whatnot. And then Carl pops out and he's like, what are you doing here? And then they're like, oh, what are you doing here? And then, you know, Jesus is a little impressed. He's like, wow, this kid fucking, like you said, he's got balls, man. Yeah. <laughs> this kid's gutsy. <laughs> Seriously. And can I say, uh, since the, the newest episode that I saw is the first time I met Jesus, he's got a damn good beard for being a zombie apocalypse. It. Yeah. Like, that is a beard that most beards strive it's to be. It's a Jesus be. beard. It really is a Jesus <laughs> beard. It's, yeah. It was beautiful. My God. Yeah. Actually, he looks like the guy who would play Jesus in, like, a 1970s version of a Jesus movie. Yes. I see, like, Jesus, or, uh, yeah, like, The Last Temptation of Christ or something. Something like that, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. The greatest story ever told and yeah. as Jesus, as Jesus. Yeah, like, directed by fucking, I don't know, Charlton Heston or some shit. <laughs> Who's super conservative and religious? <laughs> they'll they'll direct it, my God. Yeah, but he loves guns, so I'm going to go with him on that one. <laughs> Everything else, no. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so he makes it into the uh, Savior's Complex. Uh, well, they better fucking close it. <laughs> okay. Okay, so they make it into uh, um, the Complex. The yeah, survivors? The s- saviors. Saviors, yeah. Savior's Complex. Dickheads, um, whatever. Whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> And then, um, so, I think Carl had his pistol, his trusty pistol with him. Um, Jesus, before they got into the complex, though, Jesus was telling him, like, hey, you know, you, you got guts, but you have to leave. This is dangerous or whatever. So, it was like, you, we, you know, he's like, well, I don't, I don't want to go if you're not going. He's like, all right, fine. We'll both jump out at the same time. When you jump, you just tuck and roll, you know what I mean? So, and he's like, okay. Um, Carl goes, 
uh, I'm kind of scared, though. You show me first. And he goes, all right. So he jumps, <laughs> and then he tumbles, and then Jesus pops up. And he's waiting for Carl to jump, and he just smiles and waves at him. And Jesus just starts smiling, shaking his head, like, you go first. <laughs> He's like, like, how a, did I fall for that like bullshit? Like a stoner thing to do. Like, all right, man, you jump first. He's like, all right, oh, okay, man. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, shit, where'd you go? <laughs> ah, you sneaky bastard, you. No, but, um, yeah, so that's how Carl gets inside of the uh, complex by himself. Okay. And then his plan was, as soon as Negan shows up, he's just going to pop out and, you know, consequences be damned. He's just going to pop out and cap one in fucking Negan's head. So... What happens is he's in there. Some saviors start coming in to unload the the products from the back of the van. One of them almost spots Carl before Carl notices and takes him out with a uh, with a single shot. Nice. And then another guy comes in, takes him out. So he takes out two guys, and he's about to kill Negan. And I think uh, somebody fucking. Knocks his gun out of his hand or something. It was really stupid. It was more like, dude, you could have easily popped him one in the head. Like, it would have been done right there. You had time. Yeah, you had the time. All that. But but I'd say that he didn't shoot him for two reasons. One, it, you know, like, what if you miss? You know, you if you're going to make that shot, you have to, sh- you have to make sure yeah, you get him. True. But I'm sorry. In this world where it's normal... For people to take headshots at moving targets while they themselves are running, if you haven't shot a gun, that it's hard to explain how difficult that is. Well, I mean, you're. It makes sense. You're you're accounting for their movements plus your own movements, and you yeah. have to. I, I can only imagine that's not an easy feat. Yeah, it's fucking extremely difficult. And in a world where they are able to do that quite easily, might I add, <laughs> with like barely missing any shots. I think a stationary Negan and a stationary Carl with only like a 10-foot fucking gap between them, he could have easily popped them. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. But, of course, in order for there to be a TV show, they have to have these fucking... Exactly. <laughs> so so that was my my second point is if you kill Negan in the mid-season finale, what are they going to do the ref for the rest of the yeah, season? Exactly. So. so, you know, Negan's impressed that he's able to sneak in, kill two of his guys. Instead of straight up killing him like he said you know if you guys fucking fuck with me i'll shut that shit down you know what i mean instead of doing that he flips and kind of takes carl under his wing and starts showing him around the fucking compound and shit yeah he's like you know this is how this is how we live out here and blah 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 so he starts showing him around Uh all trying to recruit carl it, it, it it almost felt like he was trying to like recruit him or at least like get him to like not hate him so much you know what i mean um, so as an act of good faith, he decides, you know what? I'm not going to kill you. In fact, I'm going to send you back to your home safe and sound. <laughs> I like that. That's an act of good faith that I'm not going to kill you. Like, well, like, I mean, cause you know, Negan's done a lot his, worse. Yeah, for a lot his, less. yeah, exactly. In his world, he's well within his right to pop one in his head, dude. Oh my God. Yeah. Ugh. But you know, Negan, Negan is, I feel like the fully version of what the governor could have been Negan's just a sociopath and just runs with an yeah. iron fist the governor had good intentions for a long time I think so right yeah I mean the first he, he was really he was running an area he was yeah to be nice yeah and then he goes insane after you know Michonne kills yeah Negan gets, 
is future governor if the governor continued to live. Yes. How dope would that have been where it fucking comes up to the governor versus Negan? Oh, oh my God. That would have been the shit. That would have been a badass fight. Yeah. Because Negan's just insane, but the governor was, was almost kind of a tactician in a lot of ways. He was very yeah, yeah. coordinated with his strategies. I mean, you look at Negan. Negan let loose a whole horde of walkers just to take out of town. Yeah, true. I mean, shitty human being. Shitty human being. Just fucking. Yeah, but that would have been a badass point. fight. Yeah, that would have been. Who would have won? I okay if they had equal numbers because on sheer numbers, if we're talking about sheer numbers, Negan wins. Okay. He has the numbers. Yeah, but if we're talking an even number on both sides, and we're just talking about like who's a better fucking uh, general, so to speak, mm-hmm. and like depending on their equipment that they have, I would say the governor because that motherfucker had a tank. <laughs> he did. Yeah. All yeah. you really had to do with well. Okay, it could be argued that Negan had RPGs and could take out a tank. But, I mean, really, if you had a tank, you just stay a few miles back and just launch fucking shells at their compound, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... Yeah, you get, you get out of reach of the, the RPG distance and you're good to go. Yeah. But if we're talking one-on-one, definitely Negan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Negan... Negan definitely has more, I feel like, more strength, physical strength yeah. than, the, than the governor did. Yeah. So. All right. So, anyway, you know what? Just to fucking put this out as a, di- a disclaimer, I'm not 100% sure this is exactly how the, the episode went. I'm just going off of fucking memory, and I haven't seen that episode in since it aired. Three months? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. So... But I'm, this I'm, is what we think happened. Yeah. This is a dramatization of Here's what a, the episode may have had. <laughs> Professional critics. <laughs> I think this is what happened. Oh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Things happened. Yeah, People so, died. so Superman cool. flew in and uh, <laughs> Godzilla, zombies. Godzilla uh, stopped him. And uh, <laughs> No, but um, anyway. Optimus so, Prime came yeah. with a rat-a-tat-tat. <laughs> no. No. This is the ultimate showdown. No. Ultimate Destiny, good guys, but you don't know that? Don't know it. You have homework to do, my friend. No, you have homework to do. You haven't even fucking watched the entire fucking season of fucking Walking Dead, which we're talking about. All right, let's get to the new episode. <laughs> I want to get to the new episode because I, I actually saw that. And I okay, okay, that. okay, okay, okay. So, you know, they go back to Alexandria. Um, Negan starts fucking trying to, uh, you know, he's waiting for Rick because Rick disappeared to go find fucking supplies. So no one of any fucking leadership value is at Alexandria. So he just shows up, you know, with Carl. So he tells Carl, hey, I'm going to stay here until your dad comes back. So he starts basically living the good life of like a normal, you know, like, oh, I'm here in this nice kitchen. Like, I'm going to cook up some spaghetti. And he fucking cooks dinner. He cooks. (laughs) Negan cooks dinner for Carl. And uh, Olivia. Oh, okay. Yeah, really you know, just, you just remember casual. Olivia, right? Yeah, I remember Olivia. Yeah, yeah, the uh, uh, the supply master, basically of yeah. Alexandria. Yeah. Um, but she's fucking deathly afraid of him. I I can only imagine why. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you know, he fucking cooks a spaghetti dinner, and like they show like a montage of him enjoying like the the comforts of a normal life. Like he takes his boots off, and he's like, you know. Wiggling around his like socked feet on the carpet, and he's like, you can tell he's enjoying himself, you know. 
And then, um, yeah, so um, there's this really creepy scene, I think, at, towards the end of the uh, episode where um, he uh, Negan meets, uh, uh, um, what's Rick's daughter's name? Oh, um, Baby. Baby. <laughs> She's uh, the Sally, uh, Sally Grimes. <laughs> Sally? Sally. No, I have no idea. <laughs> so There's somebody her. out there who knows this. Uh, fuck. Beth? No, no. We talked about her earlier. Yeah. Yeah, it's that baby. Okay, so Baby Grimes. Baby Grimes. <laughs> so we call he, it BG. Yeah, ne- Negan sees Baby Grimes and starts, like, you know, carrying her and, like, you know, oh, like, this is how it'd be like if I had a kid and whatnot. And then, like, the the scene, the episode fades out where, like, Negan's, like, sitting in the fucking chair and fucking... He's holding the baby. And he's like, I can get used to this or whatever. And he's like, Oh, don't steal the baby, please. <laughs> please don't. Please don't take her. Yeah. So that so that's hinted that that he might use that as a tactic to get back at Rick and Rick and company. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I, you know, like I said, this is a fucking terrible fucking recount of the. I appreciate that you did. You did a good <laughs> job with uh with the time you had. So let's move on to the new episode. Okay. New episode. So, so, new episode, I felt, did a lot Which of, you actually watched. I have actually watched this new episode. I had no context to a lot of things that were going on. I hope you can okay. fill in those, those pieces, but... I'll let you take this, then. Okay. So, so Rick and, Rick and company uh, now are building an army to stop the saviors. Yes. And that's kind of how the episode starts. So, they're looking for munitions. They're kind of building... They're getting people trained up in Alexandria, and they're like... We need more people. And Jesus is like, I got you, bro. So um, where does he take him? Uh, he takes him to uh, King Ezekiel's place, which uh, is called, I don't know. The kingdom. The kingdom, yeah. And so they go, and it's it's the whole group, Michonne and oh, Rick. Oh, I, I love this part, by the way, when uh, um, Jesus brings him into, uh, to meet King Ezekiel. And King Ezekiel's like sitting on the, in the, on the stage in his yeah. throne. He has his fucking, he has Sheba with him. And, and then, like, Jesus is all like, oh, hey, uh, so I brought these people. And he looks back, and they're, like, way back behind him. He's like, oh, right, I forgot to tell you. And then Rick's like, tiger, yeah, yeah we noticed. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> Can I say, though, that CGI tiger doesn't look great in some shots? Yeah, I mean, in some shots it's awesome. But, like, when you get up close, it's like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Badass. Uh, can I also say that he kind of looks like Aquaman in a lot of ways? Is that weird to say? No, because... He's got, the, like, the Aquaman hair, and he kind of wears yeah. the, the, the robes. The, new, the, the latest version of Aquaman. Yeah. yeah. Jason he's Rose got, like, Aquaman. dreads and shit and, like, a fur coat. <laughs> yeah. He's a pimp in he, maybe he, he looks like a He looks like a Rastafarian fucking uh, Xander fucking... What's his name? Xander Cruz from Triple X? Xander Cage. Xander Cage. <laughs> it's like Vin Diesel if Vin Diesel yeah. was a pimp and a Rastafarian. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Vin Diesel's uh, uh, Xander Cage had dreadlocks. <laughs> and uh, ruled the oceans with an iron fist. Yeah, with a trident. Yep. Yeah, uh, that's that's accurate. So they go to him and and they're like, and they meet. What's his name again? Uh, pacifist dude. Morgan. Morgan. Morgan's back. Yeah. I. You know, I didn't think we were going to see him anything after that first episode. Really? I didn't think he was going to be in. Well, because I mean, in the last couple of seasons, he's been like pretty prominent. 
Oh, okay. So and that's they didn't show why. him dying, so it's for sure that he was coming back. Yeah, I guess so. That's 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 the hint is when you don't see somebody officially die, it means they're not. Yeah, really or dead. officially like, bye guys, I'm gonna go off to the other side of the country and make a life for myself. Like, well, good luck, bye, yeah. bye. Yeah. On this very special episode of Walking Dead, <laughs> we say goodbye to a good friend yeah. of ours. Or it's not gonna be like fucking Happy Days where Richie Cunningham's older brother goes upstairs and is never seen again. <laughs> <laughs> And has never spoken up. <laughs> he just locked himself in his room and just, yeah. that was it. He just jerked off to like 1950s porn. <laughs> he jerked off until he was nothing but a, a husk of cum. <laughs> husk of cum, name my new metal bands. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they go to King Ezekiel and they're like, King Ezekiel, like, we need to stop these saviors. The more stuff that we give to them, the more powerful they become. Yeah. And he's like, eh, I'll think about it. Which is a pretty shitty thing to do. Yeah, uh, Morgan, I feel, had a lot to do with that decision. Yeah. Morgan was kind of like... He was riding the fence on it. Like He's been he, riding the fence yeah, on I it. Yeah, I mean, he's finally gotten to the point where like, I realize that there are times where you do have to kill. Yeah. But he's still trying to go for that peace path, you know what I mean? Yeah, he still wants to, to walk that middle line. Yeah, right? yeah. Good or bad. So, so he goes, okay, I'll think about it. You guys chill here. All the while, the saviors are looking for Daryl, who decided to come with them in the group. So he's a oh, wa- yeah. he's a wanted fugitive. By the way, um, fucking, yeah, Daryl escaped from fucking uh, the saviors' uh, yeah, compound. Yeah, but Carl didn't help him. Carl didn't help no, him, No, right? it was, uh, um, uh, what's the, the dude with the fucking burn face? Bernie McBurnerson. Bernie McBurnerson. Call him Bernie, uh, Bernie, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Call him Bernie Sanders. Well, one percent of the zombies have all the abilities, and the ninety-nine percent get none. (laughs) So yeah, like Bernie Sanders' uh, girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, currently one of uh, Negan's many wives, decides to help. uh, um, That's a piece I didn't know. Yeah, Negan's got like six wives. Yeah, he's got like six or seven wives. That's awesome. Hey, yeah, it's weird though. You're on top. You're on top, man. It's weird, like. Negan is, like, portraying himself as, like, yeah, he's crazy and a fucking murderer and shit, but, like, he also has this, like, weird moral code where, like, you know, he he says um, fucking Bernie McBurnerson, like, he does a good job doing something, and he goes, you know, you earned uh, some time at the whorehouse or basically, you know, like, Pick one on the house, and so he's a tyrant. As, and he, he goes, and he goes, as long as they say yes, you you can choose whoever you want, which is weird, like. As long as they say yes, it's like it's a, you're in control. Why don't you just tell them, hey, have sex with Bernie? <laughs> yeah, you go do it. You know, because <laughs> most tyrants have a weird, have a weird like sense of, of morality. Yeah, there's a sense of morality. It's just really skewed. Yeah, and that's the difference between a hero and a and a villain. Villains have the same sense of morality as a hero does. They're just on a different track than yeah. societally says this is okay, which yeah. is normally where the heroes sit. And like with the whole like multiple wives thing, like. He claims that he's never, like, fucking, you know, raped him or anything, but, like, he only waited to have sex with him until they were married. It's like, let's get married, then I can have sex with you. Again, I, skewed morals. Yeah, it's like, okay, that's weird. I guess I guess that's, yeah. I mean, I'm wondering if that's okay. a way to, like, try and get people to, like, kind of ride the fence on where they are with Negan. Like, oh, he's kind of a good guy, but he's an asshole, like... Like he's shitty, he did shitty things to Glenn, but yeah, you, but he you has don't like want to hate him. Yeah, there's like this slight moral thing that you kind of want him to hold on to. I don't know. 
That's a good or question. will that play into the future where like there's an even greater threat and Negan uh, decides to like fucking save the 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 villain becomes the hero part of the hero team. Yeah, and he's got it. They've got a band. Although that's pretty fight. hard, considering he fucking beat the shit out of Glenn and Abraham. Oh my god, that that gives me. Uh, I still like. I close my eyes and see that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I mean, it's, it's not really. It's not not that it like has that much effect on my life, but it's still quite a <laughs> gruesome scene. It's top, a crippling fear. <laughs> top ten gruesome scenes that I've seen in TV. Just yeah, uh, definitely. So. Like I was fucking like jaw drop just like what the fuck so ezekiel says no ezekiel says no we're not gonna come and help you guys fight the saviors but what we are gonna do is we are gonna go and let daryl stay with us so if anyone goes to try to find him he'll they they won't set foot in here we'll stop them yeah another thing fucking negan and uh king ezekiel have a deal where Negan and the Saviors never set foot within the kingdom. And if they stick to that, the kingdom will continue to provide, like, food and, like, supplies to the uh, the Saviors. Okay. Yeah. So oh, Okay. Just to, I like the, I like the, I like the backstory. I like the, yeah. It gives a fuller story that we're looking yeah. at. Yeah. I appreciate Since it. Since you missed, like, a bunch of yeah. episodes. So then they're driving down the street, and they hit this roadblock that's set up by the Saviors. And they're like, okay, let's move all these cars. They move these cars and they find some sweet dynamite. Yeah, sweet, sweet dynamite. Sweet, sweet, sweet. lady dynamite. <laughs> we call it the black gold. <laughs> we call it explody gold. <laughs> <laughs> Boomy <wonder>, McBoomerson. <laughs> so they go and everybody's like pulling off the dynamite from the from the. Which is weird. Like, how do they like? Are they suddenly fucking explosives experts? Looks like the one girl was. Uh, Rosita? Yeah, Rosita. That's another weird thing. Like, they never fucking... You know what? They've never gone into the backstory of fucking Rosita. Maybe maybe she was a demolitions expert in, in a past life. Yeah, but see, you don't know. You never know. Like, Clearly, she has that skill to be able to, to dismantle Yeah, I mean, you could easily explosives. say, oh, like, you know, Abraham taught her some stuff sure. about explosives. Somebody, somebody... But it's also equally... You know, plausible that she herself was in the military and knows stuff about she, explosives. You know, your guess is good as mine at this point. And probably that's why she had such a connection with Abraham, both military. I don't know. I like the connection. I like yeah. the well, maybe, maybe. But anyway, going on. So, so they go and they t- they collect all the dynamite, and uh, she's like, she you know she's she's leading them at that point. She's like, all right, put the dynamite in here. Make sure if anything looks cracked or bad, like put it away. So then they have to go and they have to set the roadblock back up. All the while, this giant horde of zombies it's coming down the road, coming down the road, and so Michonne and Michonne and Rick decide to stay back, and they're like, "All right, we got a plan." Everybody else runs to the. Everybody else is in the car. Yeah, they have to reset the roadblock. Yep. So they're so they're there resetting the roadblock, and and Rick and Michonne's like, "All right, I got an idea." So they hotwire the two cars that the. That the tether that was holding all the dynamite is attached to. Yeah, basically a gigantic steel cable. Oh, and or this a scene, super long steel cable. Yeah, and this scene was my favorite. So they both they both hotwire their cars, and now they're running, and the batteries are all good. And so they basically go and they slice through the hordes with that with that steel. Yeah, cable. Yeah, imagine a clothesline, but strung across the highway with a steel cable, and just. Hundreds and hundreds of zombies just getting mowed down. Just being turned to paste, man. Oh, that was one of my favorite yeah, scenes that, from the episode. <laughs> that, it's been a while since there was, there was a kill on Walking Dead where I was just like just 
flabbergasted. Like, this is fantastic. Damn, that was cool. Yeah, like zombie kill of the year, I think. Seriously, yeah. That would that will probably go down as one of the, the best zombie kills. Of the entire that, Walking yeah, Dead the series. Yeah, the entire Walking Dead series, yeah. yeah. And then, so they just mow through all these zombies, and they get turned to paste. And so the one thing I don't understand is Michonne and Rick both get out of the car, and they're both swarmed by zombies. They get in the car, and nobody's bitten. I yeah. was just really, it was really su- suspect to me that. Yeah, that's true. What an- Another thing is, why couldn't they have just drove a little farther down with the cars and killed a few more zombies and then just reversed in their cars to give themselves some space and easily hop into the vehicle that was waiting for them? It was in the mo- heat of the moment. They couldn't, couldn't figure it out. It was the heat of the moment. We need to kill some zombies. <laughs> it was the heat of the moment. The dead yeah. in their eyes. All right, you clearly know the song better than I do. I yes, I do, that. yeah. <laughs> 80s, 80s hair metal, man. You got to love it. Uh, see, I was more of an 80s new wave. Ah, I see. <laughs> I see. Then we can never be friends. Oh, well, uh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so they get back in the car, and they're all driving back, and they got the dynamite, and then all of a sudden there's this giant explosion, and then there's a witty retort because she had said not to take that dynamite, and it exploded, so it was funny. Yeah, kind of, I guess. <laughs> I thought it was weird, like, did they set it on some fucking timer we didn't see? Yeah, somebody must have stepped on it or just moved it wrong, and it just yeah. Cause, it, I mean, it reacted with the nitroglycerin and exploded. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand that fucking dynamite is pretty fucking volatile and, like, you know, prone to, like, fucking, you know, if you hit it violently or something, it'll explode. So that's probably what it was then. The, uh, the damaged... Uh, Sticks of dynamite that uh, uh, Rosita was like, no, don't take those. Those look, I don't like the looks of that one. So she puts it, sets it down in the middle of the highway. So I guess you could say that the rest of the zombies that weren't sliced in half started kept walking and then gave it a kick or stepped on it or something. Yeah, moved it wrong or it hit it hit a rock as they kicked it or they stepped on it and, eh. and boom and it killed more zombies. I guess very cool zombie killing uh, moment. Yeah. Um. But during that scene, it was weird. They even brought it up, and I can't remember the explanation for it. When Rick was like, oh, we also have to put back the, the, the barricade so that the saviors don't know that we were here. And it's like, I think it was, uh, was it Morgan? Or somebody was like, well, we're stealing their dynamite. Won't that tell them that we were here? And then Rick said something, and I was just like, like here's a here's a complacent argument for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. have fun. Here here's a convenient fucking uh, plot hole that we're gonna. But then cover then everything over. exploded, and then they're like, oh, all right, now so they see the explosion, so they know the dynamite blew up. So yeah, I it guess. kind of all worked out in the end. But you're right, it was kind of a weird like, well, why this? Oh, okay, this is the reason, and then yeah, it was just odd. I th- I think at that point, th- whoever wrote that episode was like, oh, this would be cool. If we did this, and then we did this. Oh fuck. Forgot. They're we're stealing their fucking dynamite. Of course they're gonna know we were here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh I'll let me write, just fucking post it note this fucking like explanation onto the script. <laughs> I'll write it as a joke. It'll be great. Yeah. It'll be great. <laughs> so and then so of course they go back to Alexandria and then a bunch of the guys come in because they're looking for Daryl and they trash the place. Yeah. And that guy who plays Trevor from Grand Theft Auto Five, uh Stephen Ogg, he's the, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a dickhead. 
Uh, he's, he plays just a fucking psycho in everything he plays, doesn't he? But he fucking plays it so perfect. He like, plays it really He has well. just that crazy face, you know what I mean? Yeah, seriously. Like, especially when he bugs his eyes out and he's like, yeah, <laughs> you're pretty creepy. So, and then something happened where somebody left. Oh, at the beginning of the uh, mid-season uh, premiere, um, Gabriel, Father Gabriel, he's on watch at night on the wall of Alexandria. And then, you know, he goes to one of the houses where the supplies are, and he just starts fucking stealing a whole bunch of the fucking food and supplies and stuff. He tosses it into a car. He leaves Alexandria. He closed, He's nice enough to close the gate behind oh, him good. and oh, not good. just he's leave it open. Yeah, he's a considerate thief at this point, Sp- speculating, speculating that he's a thief because nobody knows at this point, even after the end of the episode. But, um... Yeah, he, you know, he takes a car, loads it up with supplies. He exits the gate, closes the gate behind him, and he gets back into the vehicle. But when he, when he starts driving off, you notice that there is a, uh, a second person inside of the car. They don't show you the person, but that other person's in the passenger seat of that vehicle. All right, complete speculation. Who do you think it is? I think, well, going to the end of the episode... You know what? Let's let's go. We'll, we'll get to, we'll, yeah, get to the end of the episode. All right. So they go and they're they're running through Gabriel's house and like, why would he do this? Why would he run away with all the food? I don't understand. Yeah, half of them are saying like, oh, he stole it. The other half is like, no, I know. Like, especially Rick is like, I we know I him too Gabriel, well. Yeah. yeah, I trust him. He wouldn't do this. And then so he goes. So they go to his house and they find a they like they find a, a Bible and everything's kind of torn up, torn around, and they find a notebook. And at the very end of the notebook, it says boat. Yeah. And Rick immediately goes, I know where he went. Yeah. He took it as a sign that Gabriel's trying to tell us what happened to him. Yeah. Which I don't, I didn't know what it meant. So then they go to this place, and then a bunch of like really uh, disheveled, uh, crazy looking people come up with them with a bunch of guns. Yeah. And, and then they capture them. And yeah, this group looks pretty crazy, by the way. Most of them are like wearing black or like dark colors and, uh, they, they kind of look like a Mad Max kind of world. Like. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a slightly more disheveled fucking saviors group. Yeah. I think they look cooler just because they I, all I wear t- darker colors. And they had some <laughs> badass guns there, too. Yeah, they had a few guns, but most of them had, like, edged weapons and, like, blunt instruments and Which stuff. leads me to believe that this may be the army that Rick is looking for. Possibly. Quite possibly. I like it. Um, did you Do you read any of the comics? Nope. Because I want to say that this group is just called the Survivors. Okay. There's the Survivors and the Saviors. I don't know. That's too fucking similar. <laughs> it's really close. Yeah, it's like, why would you do that to yourself? Don't, don't fuck with me, Robert Kurtzman. Yeah. No, but anyway, regardless of who this group is, um, yeah, so, you know, Brick goes to look for Gabriel where the boat was, and they're in this, like, this boatyard or whatever, and then... Him and, like, a couple of his people that he was with, they get surrounded by this group of people with, like, guns and, you know, wearing hoods and dark fucking clothing and shit. And then as Rick is looking around, he gives, like, a like a sly grin or, like, a smile. Like, he's happy to see these people. You know what I mean? And he's like, like you said, this might be his army that he's looking for. Yep. So, yeah. All right, so... As we wrap up this podcast, I want to do a quick uh, let's jump to the season finale. 
So naturally, there's going to be a fight between Rick's Rick's parties, Rick's group, yeah. and the the saviors. Uh, yeah. Naturally, Rick's going to win because because it you be have to have Rick win in order for there to be a so eighth season. So here's my question to you: Do they kill Negan? See, that's where I'm. I'm kind of like fifty fifty on I. I'm pretty sure somebody who's read all the comics would have a better idea, but. For me right now, I would say no. Okay. Just because I, I think it's weird that they kind of play up those weird uh, moral codes that uh, Negan sticks to. So you think he's going to have more of a governor story where he's going to come back in a in a bigger, badder way, like like kind the governor of. did? Yeah, like he he he's either going to get more crazy, or he's going to kind of switch off. Not necessarily be completely like on Rick's side. But maybe like a chaotic neutral. Like an anti-hero at best? Yeah. Okay. He's like a little insane, but he's kind of helping out for the greater good in a lot of ways. Yeah. He's, he's seen the errors of his ways. Like, at best, I think he might not... He just won't wish any harm upon Rick and his group. Because he knows that Rick will fuck them up. Yeah, he's like, he wow, you know what? I did hard. not give Rick enough fucking credit. Seriously. <laughs> so, okay. So, here's my last question to you. Who's going to die before the end of the season? As in the main group? Yes. Who do you think uh, is going to get is going to be taken off the Who's going to get the bat? Yeah. I don't know. What's, um, the, what's the bat's name? Lucy? Yeah. Lucy. Or Lucille. Lucille. Um cuz it makes a great barbecue, right? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think there's barbed wire on it? Barb BQ? Barbecue, <laughs> Lucille's barbecue. Do I get the Confirmed? talking stupid? No. <laughs> no, you missed it last week. Uh, Cameron from oh, from, I heard uh, it. Pocket I, Productions. Yeah, listen to that episode. That was funny. <laughs> um, I don't know who. Okay, what do you think is going to happen to Negan? I think Negan's going to survive. Yeah, I think he's going to. I think he's going to lick his wounds and run. I don't think Negan's dumb enough to to like when the, when the chips are against him. He's not going to stand. He's not going to push his it. Life. No, yeah. he'll he'll run. He'll take. He'll a few... live to fight another day. Is exactly. What He's smarter than that. Okay. There's okay. There's one thing. Do you think Negan is going to return in season eight? Yes, but as a smaller role. Okay. He will be back, and he will cause kind of like a Deus Ex Machina. We're like, how are we going to fucking survive this? Oh, here comes Negan with like fifty RPGs and like a fifty yeah, cal and, machine and gun. We'll allow, to, allow them to <laughs> cause chaos for them to get away or something along the exactly Deus Ex Machina. Like, right. oh, we need something to distract everything. Oh, look who decided to show up and fuck fuck our lives up. All right, perfect. That worked out in our favor. And what's his name? Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, yeah I think he'll he would be I don't down think to do he's that. Gone. I don't think he's gone yet. Yeah. Um. I mean, we've had so much death in this series. I don't even. I don't. I couldn't even begin to speculate who might die off. To be honest, my big my big kill is King Ezekiel. You think so? I think they might kill off King Ezekiel. I don't think he has any place except inside his kingdom. And if the kingdom goes to shreds, where is he going to survive? He's no. going to make a last stand to be able to stop the saviors, and he will he will give his life to protect his people. Uh, I'm gonna go with a different theory about what will happen to King Ezekiel. I think he's going to survive, and not is he, Not only is he going to survive, but he's going to absorb Hillside and possibly even bring in that mysterious uh, black-hooded group. Okay, the survivors. Yeah, 
and bring them into the fold and have this gigantic, benevolent fucking kingdom. Because, like, he is correct when he, uh, when everybody questions, like, why are you putting on this weird, like, King Arthur act? You know what I mean? It's like, you know what? This world's too fucked up already. Like, why can't we have some whimsy in it or whatever? Why can't we live in a little fantasy? Yeah, why can't we just, you know, have some happy shit happen? <laughs> okay. Interesting. Well, we got a lot to we got a lot coming down the pipeline for Walking Dead. I'm very excited to see where this season goes. Yeah, I might actually keep I might actually jump back into it and keep up with it because it's uh, it's piquing my interest. And I think there's yeah. a lot of new things that are really exciting that are coming there that we'll see what happens with this new season. So. Definitely. Um, before we go though, um, I just wanted to say that I did watch uh, John Wick two yes. last night and it was fantastic. I really want to talk about that. Do you have any plans on watching that? Yeah, I might go see it. Maybe we'll, maybe By we'll bring it up next, next week? week. Yeah, sure. I might. I might. So we can talk about it next week. Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. Perfect. Because there's a lot of cool shit. You've seen the first one? Nope. Fuck. Okay, I have the first one on Blu-ray. Do you have a Blu-ray player? I have a Blu-ray <laughs> player. Yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was gonna be like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have a reel-to-reel projector for you, there, Will. <laughs> you got a beta? You got a Betamax for it? <laughs> I could use that right now. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about John Wick next week. We'll go. Okay, I'll go, cool. I'll go check it out in theaters. All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Again, uh, if you want to check out more of our podcast, you can at www.stupid-flanders.com slash podcasts. That's where we have all of our podcasts to date. Uh, do check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, all those cool places. Also, um, before we leave, uh, I'd also like to remind everybody that uh, this um, – is it this weekend? When next, this? next weekend. Next weekend, uh, February 24th and 25th, is Scott Academy Awards. Yep. Or the, you're right? The Scott Academy Awards are the Oscars. Uh, yeah, Oscars. Uh, basically, it's a uh, two-day... It's basically a mini festival at this point. Yeah, it's it's huge. There, I think there's two like days, what 13? 13, 14 bands. Thirteen playing. or fourteen bands playing. Uh, on Stupid two Flanders nights. will be attending on Saturday, the twenty fifth. We will be head. They will be headlining that night, as well as you can go vote for all of your favorite ska bands and ska peeps at yeah www.pocketproductions.org slash vote. Yeah, so. go vote because I'm on there a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, vote for Jeremy because you love him. Vote for Stupid Flanders because they they Cause need love stupid. too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you again in another episode of Talking Stupid. Bye, guys. This has been a Stupid Flanders production.